Listener Production. KickPod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast. The Yulikat Woolen Clan of the Boonwurrung, who are part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the KickPod, your DM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. One, two, three, four. Hello. Hi. Hi. We're guys, we're recording in the afternoon. We usually record in the morning and I'm feeling a little bit disorientated. Joy, this is going to be fun then. It's going to be fun. And also, Steph is looking to mine today with a lovely brown dress, which if she tried to look it around, I'd say her undies. So, are you wearing undies today? I am. The Do you wear undies every day? Uh, yes, <laughs> particularly to the office. <laughs> Are you saying you don't? No, I don't. Has there I, ever been a chance, I mean, a time no, when you it's haven't like worn when people undies? People undies with their workout tights. That's oh, quite I popular. Can't, I can't do that. I would get thrushed straight away. I agree. I would get thrushed straight away. Yeah. I don't know how that's possible. Anyway, I've just never been, like, it's funny. I love being naked, but I don't like being naked under clothing. Mm. Or like out. So if you if thought you'd sense. wear nothing to work. Oh, yeah. If it was normal and acceptable, I would be nudist. Absolutely. <laughs> if that was like a normal thing, no doubt. But, yeah, I don't, I've never liked free, I'm, I'm going to call it free balling. Well, because you're not though, because there's like, like a crutch of your jeans like right up there. Yeah, that or we if need it, even if it's a skirt, unders. like just no. Yeah, no. I've had nightmares about forgetting to wear underwear. Anyway, anyway, I don't we know how those, we got into this. Gals. Sorry. One, one minute into Random. the episode, we're already speaking Random. about thrush and undies. So uh, let's move <laughs> right along <laughs> to a kick update. So we have recently launched, well, we launch new recipes every single week. Yeah, but these ones, are but these ones have your savory and sweet too. I feel like you say, yeah, but these ones are delicious every time we do They're delicious every time. We're not going to release like a shit recipe. Like, we're not going to be like, oh, that one's not okay. delicious. Let's the other week it. you said, who the heck wants a Rogan Josh? And I was like, we literally just launched one in the kick app. So. Yeah, I don't like, <laughs> that's not delicious to me. That's Same what I'm with saying. pork I'm roast. saying my personal opinion, these two. Adelish. Well, I don't think you've ever come on and said you don't like the rest Laura, of Laura, there was also the one that you said, the Easter one that shouldn't be, it was a hot cross <gasps> buns. Oh, I'm like, you're only going to eat them at Easter. And <laughs> Steph was like, oh, I'm so excited. Well, have you made them since? No, I haven't. Exactly. <laughs> it's fine. Moving on. <laughs> okay. So, Stevie, what are these delicious recipes that you love so much? We have egg bagels with salmon and avocado. Have Who you doesn't love egg? a bale? Bagel. <laughs> what did you say? A bale? A bale. It's a, a, a bale of hay. No. And Steph, you you said (laughs) babagal. Guys, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. It's a bagel. No, okay. This this egg bagel, though, this is exciting, Laws. You crack the egg into the bagel. Yeah, I know. I've seen it because I also work at the same company as you. Okay. (laughs) Righto. And the other one is protein cookie dough because, I mean, how good's cookie dough? Edible cookie dough. With protein. Guys, I think this is going to be a rip podcast like Resonates Me. But please stay with us. I feel like we have some very great great segments coming up. Okay, okay. I don't know where this is going, so we need to stop and get into the episode. I've lost a lot. Yeah. I ordered. I don't know if you ever had it, honey. On Amazon. You should see. (laughs) Oh. She got so excited today. You looked like a little eight-year-old <laughs> cheeky child running over to Alice to show her what you had got in the mail today. 
And it came in this cute little. He was so my delivery bag. came in this cute little bag that looked like it would have jewelry in it, yeah, and then it all of a sudden I gave everyone a bit of a fright because it was actually just multiple pieces of rubber poo. Yeah, there was a lot. There was sizes. about eleven. <laughs> How much was it? Thirty-two dollars. Thirty-two dollars. Yeah, worth it for the prank. Rubber shit. <laughs> what do you yeah, ever do with it? It looks quite real. You, I got one out of the package. There was a few that looked quite real. Some look From at, a distance, up close, absolutely not. No, obviously. Yeah. From a distance, mm. they do. I've, I've, I have lost the plot. Especially so. I've seen the poo that comes out, not you, out of your dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this prank We're is going to be the dog close. poo or like your poo. So, but your dogs have had some like funny looking poos. Yeah, they So have. you could probably get so, away with anything. Yeah, all the little spot. Just got to make sure they don't eat it because I can imagine them will oh, eat no. it. So it'll be bad for his belly. Oh, no. Anyway, so I really, really appreciate you guys mm. sending this. You're all a part of my mission to prank Dalton. Poor Dalton. Mm. Poor Dalton because the other night we were in bed. Mm. We are just sitting there and I did this scream prank on him. Because mm-hmm. you have to have boundaries with your pranks. You did a scream prank. Yeah, at 9.30pm and it revs both of us right up and we couldn't get to bed for a long time what after if, that. I thought we'd talked about this, that you were going to maybe avoid bedtime uh, pranks. We did. We but did. I did this before that and I hadn't told you this oh, yet. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so I've, I've got to get, we've got to have boundaries with these pranks, mm. but... You guys sent in some pranks you've done to your partners. Also some prank ideas, which we'll read through after. But before we read through this, we have to say, so I haven't heard them, only mans. Does people call you mans? <laughs> like mans. They do now. <laughs> mans. Mans has, has got them for us and she said she sent me a voice memo this week and she's like, Laura, I don't know if we can play these on the podcast oh. because they are not appropriate. We do not condone them. Okay, no, it's so more just, dangerous. No, just yeah, a flag. One, Don't one, try this at home. Yeah, it's more of a, one of them is a bit of a choking hazard. Oh, okay. Still funny, but a bit of a choking hazard. And then the, another one is, I don't know, I don't think we can condone it is all I'm saying. Okay. But the first one is safe. Okay, per- perfect. We've got a mix here. So basically what we want to say is don't try any of these. We're not recommending them. They're dangerous and just listen for your enjoyment and do nothing else. <laughs> okay, so the first one is from Abby. Laura, I loved the poo prank that you played on Dalton. I think I need to step up my game. One of the main ones that my partner and I do is that during COVID, we both did a CPR course online and they sent us the inflatable CPR dummies in the mail, uh, which we get to keep. So ever since then, my partner and I have named them and we hide them around the house every so often to try and freak the other one out. And it is actually so funny. That's good. Can I say, Miss Abby, thanks for being a fan of my pranking. <laughs> really You're so proud. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and second of all, that is so funny. And that is the most random thing to have that in your would, house. Imagine if you just open up the pantry like and uh, early a, in the morning. There's like a blow up dog. That's a good pr- – I love – I think I should get one just for yeah. – because I did my CPR course, but I just had to use one of the ones you just leave there and you wipe it. A thousand people probably done CPR on it. <laughs> Anyway, thank you. I loved that. Okay, now we're coming into the choking hazard from Liv. So do not try this at home. So when I was at uni, um, we had a communal bowl full of condoms in our living area. We were living with about 20 other people. And one night we were all making rice paper rolls and we thought, right, let's chuck away some of these condoms because, you know, they'd been there for ages. We hadn't used them. So we stuffed some of the vegetables inside (laughs) the condom and then placed the condom inside the rice paper roll and wrapped it up. And like clockwork, you know, we had a few stragglers come in who hadn't made anything and they wanted some dinner, so we, you know, we offered them 
these rice paper rolls and then, yeah, they, I think they pulled it out to about 30 centimetres before they realised there was something wrong with it. So that was very, very funny. <laughs> I mean, someone, like, legitimately... Yeah, I think for you because you would go straight to, like, what if that happened to Harvey? Yeah. Whereas I'm not as conscious of choking. So that... But the living choking's like bad, but that is putting. So I thought that the rice paper rolls were going to be in condoms instead of rice paper, but they were kind of double. Mm. That would be ve- that is quite funny. That's funny. Also, good safe sex for either university having a bowl of condoms. She said they never used them apparently because oh. they didn't trust them <laughs> because they go off. Well, also, who knows? Someone could have put a pinprick through them. True. That is. Th- do not try that. Yeah. Very bad. Don't put yeah. choking hazards no. in your pranks, but that's very Thanks funny. For it in. <laughs> okay. Okay, last one. Cannot condone this one either. And this is from Jess. Hey guys. So the person I played a prank on was actually my ex boss. I used to work for a man who loved playing pranks on all of his employees. They were juvenile and annoying, and the only person that got a kick out of them was obviously him. So. Fast forward, after working for him for a few years, I resigned because I got a better job somewhere else. And so I decided why not play one big prank on him that would have no repercussions because I was leaving. (laughs) So I roped in a co-worker of mine and we stay back late one night and we decided to break into his office and individually wrap every item in his office with (laughs) aluminium foil. Not only did we wrap these items in aluminium foil, but we coated every one of these items in butter before wrapping them in aluminium foil. So I'm talking his desk chair, his desk, his computer, his phone, every individual pen he had in his cup holder, the sticky notes on his desk, his filing cabinet, the photo frame that he had of his wife, everything in his office that you can think of was coated and I mean coated in butter and then wrapped in in aluminium foil. We even coated his office front door and we bought caution tape, like hazard tape from the reject shop and like wrapped his door in that caution tape as well. It was absolutely hilarious. The next day I came into work early because I wanted to see what his reaction would be. He entered his office and I could hear him cussing and just screaming foul banter into the universe because he, first of all, couldn't believe everything was obviously wrapped, but I could hear as he started pulling things apart, things were slippery and, oh my God, he was fuming. He was so angry and he was in such a foul mood that entire week. And still to this day, I don't think he knows it was me. <laughs> that, I mean, this, oh, that's, this a, that's a commitment that's a to lot, the prank. That's a lot. Um, it's kind of reminding me of year 12 when you don't give a fuck anymore about the school. Did you? Oh, I love my school. Yeah, but you still I never still do. do no, I didn't. You do. didn't do anything on muck-up day? Nah, not to the school. Oh, our school, our school was like muck-up day. We went wild. What but our, our, But our, our teachers also, like, loved it. They thought it was hilarious. Oh, that's okay. Then. But it was the common stuff, like putting um, glad wrap over toilet yeah, bowls. Yeah, yeah, okay. and, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's okay. So of, not like, white handle reversible damage. Yeah, reversible this is, damage. This is the butter. This is Can a I ask, how much butter would you need to mean. cover a desk chair in butter? I also just think if this happened to me, I would be absolutely ropeable. Like, it's not funny. Yeah, but it's kind of he deserved it because he yes, pranks his employees I, yeah, all the time. But I feel, and I agree, If, if depending on what he his got pranks pr- are. What's Ashton Kutcher's show? 
punked. Yeah, he got punked. He but got like, punked. I think pranks are funny when it's also funny to the individual. Yeah. Pranks are, pranks are not funny when it's... Oh, this one felt like it was a bit... Sorry, Jess. Um, there was a, a bit of... a bit far. Oh, it depends how Again, she... depends on like, All of our team listening, did. don't cover my stuff in butter. <laughs> I won't find it funny. I will not find it funny. Wow. That's a lot of butter. It's a lot of butter. And also probably things are ruined. It's more it's that like you'd probably have to throw it out. But I, I have seen online on TikTok more so when people have wrapped everything in, in a room. Yeah. And it's... That's funny. It, but it looks like it would take about also eight hours. I'm like, I don't time. have that much yeah. commitment to my prank. I've got a few minutes. And then they've got to also unwrap. The well, I, you know what? I hope, Jess, you like your new boss better. Yes. And <laughs> thanks for sending that in. And we've got some other ideas. So this is really just self-serving for me, but also for anyone listening that wants to, you know, prank a little bit more in their life, these are quite good. Okay, you, Steph, you know what I want you to do? Mm. You rank them if you would find it funny or be so pissed off. Okay. Cool. okay. Getting him, a, oh, the Dalton, getting a custard donut and replacing the custard with mayonnaise. Yes. Yeah, that's funny. That's it's like, funny. What's harm in that? You, you miss out on one good donut. Yeah, and then all the, all the yeah, weird taste in your mouth. Funny. Okay, I'd that's be, I, funny. But please don't I think do it we to could me, do a lot I'd of things with funny. mayonnaise to Dalton. A lot of mayonnaise is a good mayonnaise. one. Okay. At Easter time. Well, I can't wait till Easter. <laughs> it's too far, but maybe we can do this anyway. Find something else you can cover. Coat a hard boiled egg. Oh, you know what? <gasps> Dalton hates hard boiled eggs. Like he he hates them so much. Like it gives him gives him the heebie jeebies. With melted chocolate, offer him one at your of your homemade Easter eggs and oh, say it's a new kick recipe. Oh, that would be disgusting. That one That's wouldn't be delicious. One, That's a good one. <laughs> Not like your bagel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good because it's in the moment. Sorry, I just got very distracted because Sushi Roshi Reynos here. I mean, what? is that what they're called? Who's that? It's not what they're called. It's not what they're called. Oh, the, the, it's not what they're called. Sorry. Sorry, guys, everyone listening. Should Steph I call them in? Should I call them in? No. I don't know who they are. <laughs> no, don't. Just for anyone playing along at home, Sushi Mango. <laughs> they are a comedy trio. Sushi Mango. I went and saw them. They're so fucking funny. They, well, I just not saw, funny I just enough for you to remember the name. I know, as soon as I said radio, I was like, wrong name, wrong name. funny as our segment, obviously. Sorry, sorry, I got really distracted then. Back to the pranks. Okay, last one. Oh, this is a good one. These are great, guys. Thank you. What a good community we have of prankers. Okay, back-cracking prank. Ask your partner to crack your back. I've seen then this. Then put a small piece of uncooked pasta in between your back teeth. Oh, yeah. careful for the teeth. That would be expensive to go to the dentist and get new teeth. Let's just drive past me. You'll be right. Oh, so well, Steph's got tough teeth. No, it's not. What, what, what? pasta are you buying? <laughs> just the geek one. Then you'll be right. <laughs> when they do, bite down and scream so they think it was your back. Yeah. Have you, you like seen that? that? That's no, happened. I've seen that a lot. That Obviously, I'm not a pr- I'm needed up my prank game. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. And if I'm allowed, I'm going to continue this segment as long as I can. So if you have any more pranks, send them in. If you hate the segment, Hopefully though, Hopefully Dalton us. doesn't listen to the podcast. He only listens when we talk about him and it's in a video. So okay. <laughs> as long as it's not, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> okay, before we move on... <laughs> We have just had a bit of a visit from we some have. people. Thank you, Mandy, for sending them in. <laughs> and who was that that I sent ah, in? <laughs> sushi Mango. Mango. Yeah. Know that very clearly. I know their name. <laughs> and this is how it went. 
Oh, no, fuck off. You didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't do... No, you didn't. Hi. Sushi Radio. Sushi Radio. That's us. You guys good? Steph. Steph said mango. I'm sorry. As soon as I said it, I fucked Steph, how are they mango? You don't even know. You don't even know. Their name. Come on. What Sushi Radio is? It is a TV. Yes, I know. I know. I know. I can see why why that happened. No, but as soon as I said it, I knew it was wrong. And then I didn't think Mandy was going to go and get you. I think the funniest part was that when they came in, you were like, "Oh, she called you Sushi Mango," and that's like, yeah, that's their name. You just got it wrong. That was lovely. But is there anything more awkward than being forced in a room with someone and they have no idea about you and you have no idea about them and you just have a small talk for three minutes? For you? That was. I was like, yeah. I'm awkward. Well, I really liked meeting them. They brought me a lot of joy on social media and then in their live shows, so I was happy to meet them. Do you know who they are? I, I, do, I, I just checked and I watched a video dress of them up, last night. They yeah. dress up as the mum yeah, characters and stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're funny. I, they, say, I saw the yes, video of them cleaning around Lister building. I know, I just, I did. I'm very funny. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't. Awkward I didn't know what moment. to say. <laughs> <laughs> didn't know what to say. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so over the past little while, you may have heard us talking about toxic rules and trends, mm. especially within wellness that people follow to usually achieve like what basically sort of goal. exactly right yeah. that have kind of been entrenched in us. If you have heard us speak about this, we've gone into it a lot because we're really passionate about and there's so many getting rid of these rules yeah. that we feel like we have to be bound by and we don't. And so we got one sent in from, and actually, this is going to be an ongoing segment. So if you have something, because it's obviously really, really important to yeah. us and what we do um, at Kick, and so if you do have one that you have felt you've been bound by, because it just it's affected so many of mm. us and it affects so many elements of our lives. Um, so please, please, please send them in to us. And this one is from Andrea. This is a topic which has really, really, really got me in the past. Um, I think I'd followed all of those sort of toxic wellness rules and at different periods of time, but I think one of them which was particularly bad for me was going all vegan because I suppose the, we were taught that plants are so beneficial to us, which obviously they are, but without all that other sort of education about you know, if in order to be vegan, you have to really be educated, I guess, in order to get all your nutrients in. And unfortunately, yeah, there was misinformation, I guess. Yeah. I know there was a time. I mean, I know quite a few people that I, I well, it's hard because when you talk about going vegan, I absolutely agree with Andrea that if you, if you want to go vegan for ethical, oh, ethical reasons, reasons or whatever, or whatever, whatever it, it may be, yeah, yeah. it's just very important that yeah. you get your yeah. correct source of all the food groups that you need because protein, for example, is harder to get in plants. You can still get it, but you just have to plan and, and really learn about how to do it because with vegan, you're cutting out a lot of food groups, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. dairy mm-hmm. or meat, a, a lot of major food groups. And they, it can also be a way that sometimes I think people, and especially how, I mean, I used to follow someone I remember that used to, they were vegan and they used to make smoothies out of, mm. I think it was like, 13 bananas mm. in, and they would they would kind of eat smoothie bowls as then and mm. kind of speak t- to that all the time which I then thought that that was a sufficient mm. diet and mm-hmm. like you don't think about all the other things and mm. it can be really 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 dangerous because then it also meant that you can then be like, like I went through a stage where I was like oh I'm going to cut out and I think if I think back to it it wasn't for ethical reasons it was because I was like oh I then don't 
have to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, I can say Certainly. no to all these other yeah. things, which is so bad. Yeah. Um, and then I just didn't, I didn't nourish my body properly mm. and get the right nutrients because I wasn't balancing that. Yeah. Oh, fully. I, I completely, I, yeah. I, I know I know plenty of people who have done it for non-ethical reasons. Um, and I think also it's a little bit different now because so many like restaurants or events or whatever, they, they cater to a lot of different dietary mm. requirements because I feel like it's a, obviously a lot more prevalent than it was, say, 10 years ago. But I even remember some girls in school who, who chose to be and it was when you were vegan, say, in like when we were in year 12, there wasn't always options everywhere. And it was like an out. Like you can't force me to eat something because Mm. I, you know, you know, and would maybe say that it was ethical, but like these people I know ended up doing it for different reasons. Um, But because like you can't force someone to eat something that's like against what they believe in or whatever, if you don't have that on offering, then they just don't eat. So true. You know, so it was like now it's a little bit different because there's a lot more to offer, but... It is definitely something that even when I was having trouble with gluten, I was finding it was when I was like trying to not bloat. Like I was like, oh, there's a problem with bloating. Bloating's yes. not normal. I didn't have IBS. I didn't have bloating to the point of like, I Being need to see a doctor. This is really bad. But I would bloat like a lot. So I was like, I don't like how this physically looks and I want to stop bloating so much. And obviously I had the added pressure of being like a swimmer and lingerie model at the time as well. It was like I was constantly Mm. with my stomach out. Um, And I started to go gluten-free to diminish that bloat, which at the beginning it did help. So I obviously through diet testing and all that sort of stuff, worked through that I had a little bit of a gluten intolerance. But again, it wasn't to the point of like, I'm in so much pain, this is uncomfortable, I can't live. It was literally just, I, I look bloated, mm. so I don't want to have it. It's different now. I have a, a very different relationship with food now. But I know that a huge part of cutting out that food group was absolutely tied to just like how it made me look, not even about how it made me feel energy-wise or 100%. anything like that. It was and I remember just a lot of the that. videos as well about going vegan. Mm more YouTube that I was watching were very much to do with like since I've like cut out meat yeah. and well, dairy, I'm so, my stomach is Dairy flatter. was a big one. And all yeah. of these things and it's like it's just it's there's no context there with all the other information mm. and it's very, very, very bad. And so we need an expert here. So mm-hmm. we have called in our kick dietitian Liv Morrison and asked her about why going vegan solely for aesthetic purposes is problematic and why it's actually not a good plan for weight loss. When we're looking at statistically people that go vegan for weight loss, we do find that it's around 80% to 85% of people that do so end up going back to how they were eating previously. That's on par with just generalized fad dieting. So in my eyes, it's really difficult to stick to long-term if you are solely doing this for weight loss. It just becomes another fad diet. It's another form of restriction because it's so easy for you to go out to a restaurant and say, no, I can't have that, I can't have that, to go to a friend's house and say, no, I can't have that, can't have that because a lot of the things like ice cream that has gelatin in it, uh, chocolate, popcorn or chips that have cheddar flavoring or anything along those lines, lollies, they all contain animal-based derivatives. So it's easy to restrict yourself, in other words, or create more rules around food, Mm. which isn't great for your long-term food relationship and relationship with yourself. And that's where we see uh, increased risk of disordered eating behaviours creep in with this form of dieting. If you are someone that has struggled with any form of emotional eating or restrictive eating in the past, 
veganism is not something that as a dietitian I would recommend for you. It doesn't have the best outcomes either for weight loss. It is not the smartest choice to be doing from a weight loss perspective either. Just because you are cutting out food groups and just because it seems healthier that you are doing so doesn't mean that you are going to be in a calorie deficit that would create fat loss. So a lot of vegan alternatives and replacements are actually higher in calories. So when we're looking at things like vegan chocolate or milks and and, and yogurts and that side of things, cheeses, they're actually higher in comparison to the normal alternative. So from a calorie weight loss perspective, they're not the smartest choice. We also find that protein, particularly animal-based protein, increases satiety hormones when you do have it and reduces the mesolimbic reward system. So really what that means is that when we're eating animal-based proteins or eating enough protein, and many vegan people or people eating a, a vegan diet aren't consuming enough protein, they're not aware of those protein serves that they need, they are experiencing reduced satiety. They do need to eat more, so their portion control is much harder for a caloric perspective for weight loss, and they do experience an increase of cravings in comparison to those that are consuming animal-based meat. So from a weight loss perspective there as well, it doesn't make a lot of sense, I will be honest, and I do find that a lot of my patients do struggle with weight loss that are on a vegan diet in comparison to my patients who are performing a plant-based diet. They're not eating a lot of animal-based meats or even a vegetarian diet, not necessarily vegan. The biggest thing that I feel like in that is mm. the restrictive yeah. behaviour that yeah. it, it's just like that root, almost routine that you just start doing mm. it and that I get. Yeah, that's so true. And again, it's different if you're doing it for ethical reasons or if, it, if it's not attached to aesthetic goals, it's different because those motivators, they come over you very differently to motivators to change your appearance. Mm. And I think that's like the main thing as well. We're certainly not saying... Being vegan is a bad thing. No. Just want to make that clear. Um, it can be done very healthily as well. And it's completely up to everyone what they do, obviously. But yeah, when it purely comes to cutting things out for aesthetic reasons, like you've got to be educated on it. And so the other thing we wanted to know from Liv was what the actual dangers were um, that are involved when you're cutting out entire food groups like meat and dairy on, say, a vegan diet. So as a dietitian that specialises in weight loss and eating disorders, I do see, it's my opinion, that when people go vegan solely for the purpose of weight loss, and this is not including those that are changing their diet and restricting animal-based foods because they are very passionate around animal cruelty or the environment, but when we're looking specifically around changing your body and aesthetics, uh, I see that as inherently problematic and restrictive. And what I find a lot of people are kind of dismissing around that is that it is putting your health at risk. I will be honest there. You have to be quite nutritionally educated and have a structured process on how you're going to do that slowly to do it effectively. So we never really recommend, if someone came and saw me and wanted to go vegan, I would never recommend that they just start tomorrow we would do at least four weeks of a weaning process and educate them around the dietary changes that are needed to prevent negative effects on their health, like several different types of deficiencies that are really high risk for you. The ones that come to mind immediately are going to be iron deficiency, particularly if you're a menstruating female and especially if you're someone that is looking to get pregnant in the near future, iron is a number one. 
Heme iron is generally going to come from animal-based proteins and it's way easier for your body to absorb compared to non-heme iron that comes from plant-based proteins. So the one that kind of goes hand-in-hand with that is B12 that is generally going to be found in animal-based proteins again and almost impossible to find it. There's a couple, but almost impossible to find it in plant-based foods. So you do need to have supplementation there ongoing if you're going to do this effectively and not have those deficiencies affect your health long-term. And B12 deficiency long-term has got some very serious side effects that you can't undo. So very important to kind of like recognise. The other ones that come to mind from a deficiency perspective with cutting out whole food groups is going to be calcium and vitamin D, zinc, iodine, B2 and B3 are typically quite low in vegan diets as well, as well as it being quite difficult for you to get in a lot of omega-3s. You can get some from nuts and seeds, very small amounts, very specific, sorry, but there's few and far between compared to others that are available out there as they generally will come from your healthy oily fish like salmon and sardines. The other thing that we wouldn't recommend or reason why we wouldn't recommend you swapping your diet quickly to veganism would be because it can generally cause a lot of like digestive issues, not necessarily from an intolerance perspective, but more so from a quick fiber increase in your day-to-day diet. And your body just needs a weaning period for that to prevent you getting really a lot of stomach pain, a lot of gas and bloating, a lot of constipation or diarrhea. They are really common things that I will find that people that have that quick change experience and they're not very fun. They're quite uncomfortable. So it's like really important that before you think about going vegan, no matter what you're doing it for, to educate yourself in the dietary changes that are necessary for you to prevent any adverse effects from that dietary change. It's really important that you understand differences in food groups. It's really important for you to understand particularly what quality plant-based proteins are and portions as well as making sure that you're eating enough dietary healthy fats. They do increase in portions in comparison to when you're having a normal animal-based diet. Great advice there. And just again, just to reiterate, as, as Steph said and, and Liv said, if, if you're choosing to go vegan for ethical reasons, mm. absolutely. Make sure you take all this advice on. It's fantastic with all the vitamins and nutrients mm. we need. But it's what we're talking about today is, mm. is very much, that, and it was very much when we first started social media, the trends that, like mm. 10 years ago, and maybe it's still there and I'm, I'm, it's not on my page anymore, which is wonderful, but that, you know, cutting out all these food groups mm. means you have, a, in quotation marks, a flat stomach and, yeah. you know, all those things are bad and you'll look like these people on Instagram if you no, yeah. completely restrict. And, I mean, outside of vegan is, like, if you are wanting to cut out a particular food group because you think that maybe there's, it's not sitting right with you, um, you know, like the common ones being dairy and gluten and all that. Just speak to a health professional yes, about it. Don't get advice from people on Instagram yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, agree. Agree. What is a time for special share? Whatever you got for us today. Oh, uh, <laughs> Miss Pre Prepared is excited for a special share today. Yeah, but you first. I don't, I don't know what you've got. No, Usually I, I have an idea, but yeah, I don't. No idea. So we went as a team to the breath house with Ella, the breath boss, and went through a whole breath work session. And it was incredible. Loved it. That is a recommendation, but that's not the particular special share that I have, although it was really, really great if you want to check it out. Um, 
and I'd never done anything like that before. I'd done, you know, four, four breath. I'd practiced that through meditation and um, Indian practices, but never a session like that. One part of this session, she played this song and she actually sent it to me after the session because she saw how much, like I started crying when I, when this song came on in the session. And now since I've played it like three times and I've played it in a moment when I, no, no, no. But it's really like, it's one of those songs that has a really strong backing track and then the, the lyrics are just like someone speaking. There's a bit of singing too, but it's like, you know, those ones that's like a motivational like thing. So like a meditation with music? It's not a meditation, no. But you would sit there and like, if you sat still in a quiet room with your eyes closed and listened to this song, sure, you'd probably really, really enjoy it. But I, I don't know, I've added it to my bath playlist. Oh. It's really something. It's very empowering. I'm anyway. so shattered. I missed the breath work session. Yeah, but you're going to go back. I'm going to go. go together. I, it's going to yeah, happen. I can't wait. You're going to love it. It's called Empowerment. So funny that, that it made me feel quite empowered. And it's by Face Soul, one word. And it's... Like F-A-C-E-S-O-U-L. yes. Amazing. One word. And yeah, she, Ella sent it to me after the session because she was like, she could literally see that, that my body literally reacted when she played that song. So I really love it now. I'm like in love with this song. It's empowering. Very you empowering. listen to it every day on the way to work? Or I that time? should. You should. I mean, I'm just try a bit more chirpy in the morning if you listen. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm sure that was a joke. You're very chirpy. <laughs> You're very chirped up. What do you Squeak have for me today? What do I have? Rogue. Your girl's gone rogue. Why? You had prepped. Yeah, I know. So well, that's I, rogue. I prepped something rogue. Oh, you prepped rogue. It's okay. a TikTok page. That is rogue. Yeah, thank you. It's called Doggy Styling UK. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you don't like dogs, you're not going to like this. Oh, okay. Okay, so but like you legit. do like I thought, dogs. I thought it was doggy style like sex, like it was a sex Oh, no. jeez, like, Laura. Oh, my God, no, it's dog styling. And or you would love it styling, because doggy like styling. No, not fashion. They get groomed. Yeah, okay, but when and you say doggy style, do you not think doggy yeah, style? Yeah, I know what it means, but I was, no, I just thought of doggy styling UK. <laughs> My head did not go there, sicko. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so basically you would like it because they're from the UK, so they, they narrate it in a UK accent. Love it, love yeah, it. I know UK you would accent. love it. Obsessed. And it tells you about the dog, and then it tells you if they're the, it's first time groomed, second time, whatever, how bad their coat is, like if the owner's been grooming them properly, brushing, mm. et cetera their energy and then they put them in the bath and then they tell you the shampoo they use and then they uh, they tell you if they like the bath okay, or not. Then they rinse all the stuff and they tell you how the dog liked the bath or not. Out of the bath they get their um, blow dryer and then sometimes they have to put a headband on their ears if they don't like it. And then at the end they do this slow-mo run and it's just so... Oh, slow-mo run, that's Yeah, it's cute. really cute and they tri- it's, I love it. I l- Honestly, it brings me a lot of joy. Anyway, rogue, but love it. Love it. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. Thank you for listening, guys. If you would like to get involved with our podcast, please slide into our DMs at KickPod on Instagram. And if you're not following the account already, please do show your support. We're so desperate with the account followers. Please follow us. Follow for follow. It supports Sometimes us. Mandy actually, Mandy is the, the account holder and Mandy follows a lot of people Don't back. give away the secrets. People think it's you guys following them. Yeah, but we are obviously <laughs> all a part of it, but Mandy we are, we is are in, in charge. But we do follow the for follow. The only time we have Mandy, made it is when Mandy like slides in yeah, for like some don't. sneaky things that she wants to play us. Yeah. So we avoid it at that point. But anyway, please slide into our DMs if you have and follow a, us. a DNM or you want to add to a segment that we regularly run. We would love to hear from you. 
as Laura mentioned earlier, if you have any pranks that you would like to send, send them right in. <laughs> and we'll be back in your ears very shortly with another episode. And you can find out more about Kick from our website, kickapp.com, or you can head to the Google Play or Apple Play Store and enjoy a seven-day free trial with our app. And we're also on Instagram at kick.app, at Laura Henshaw, at Steph Clesmith. And we're on TikTok. We are. That's all the places. That's all. Do you have enough? <laughs> Bye. Bye.